You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. Hello, guys. I'm back. And I have a special guest with me. Say hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> special guest. Well, yeah, I mean, reoccurring uh, guest, you know. it's Yeah. It's been a minute, but um, I've seen I've seen a lot of progress on your end. That's why I was I wanted to have you back to to kind of discuss like the changes you guys have implemented and how it's affected your business and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you guys have been. It looks like you've been making some awesome changes too. So I'd love to talk to you about what you've been doing too. Awesome. Um, well, let's start with uh, my first question for you. Which is, uh, okay. how's business been going in general for you? In general, business has been good. Um, yeah, it's actually, it's been really good. Um, I don't think we've had a slow patch in a while. Okay. Which, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I don't know why you would be. Of course she wants to come <laughs> hang out with me now. Um but Dallas Fort Worth is like really booming right now and we've been we've been keeping busy so it's been good. Okay. So that that I mean that's that's really good. I mean, I do know that there's a lot of people moving over there just like people yeah. moving to Florida, you know, people trying to escape the Yeah, you guys <laughs> Yeah, it's really crazy here. I mean, you can just kind of even tell driving around um just on the highways like Places that took me an hour to get to a couple of years ago were like two plus hours to get to now because of all the traffic. But it's good for business, <laughs> so I'm not going to complain too much. It's good for actually being able to like hone my service area down a little bit too. Yeah, that's that's good too. I mean, working closer to home and stuff like that, of course. Um, yeah. So, what are some like specific changes you guys have implemented? Um, well, we've done and undone a lot of things the last, it's been like six months or something since we've talked. So the biggest thing is, well, the biggest thing is we've kind of had to come together <laughs> more as business partners, um, change our mindset a little bit about things, um, kind of be more on the same page and work as a team instead of two individuals, um, which I feel like that's kind of how we were operating a lot in last year. Um, so we had to have a couple like serious chats about what, you know, what our goals were. I mean, things business partners should be doing anyway, mm -hmm. but we just kind of had fallen off on doing, um, figure out our goals, figure out, you know, where we want to be six months, a year or two years from now. So I, that kind of, that kind of time of last year is a little bit like fuzzy to me because I feel like we did so much all at the same time. But the first thing I really did was I sat down and I ran all of our numbers like for the business 
Mm-hmm. So um, every lead we we're getting for the last two years, I, I ran all these numbers. So where our leads are coming from, um, how, conversion rates, how many people are visiting our website, how many of those were contacting us. Like I, I put together like a 20 page report on the business for the last two years. And we use that as kind of like a framework for moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the big things is that I was kind of at the end of my expertise on a lot of marketing stuff. Like I was uh, running our website and managing that and I don't really know anything about SEO or, you know, Google analytics or anything. So we did hire somebody to build us a new website and handle our SEO. And unfortunately we did actually end that relationship with her yesterday. (laughs) Um, So that's one of the things we did that undid. (laughs) Is there a specific reason why? Yeah, she just was not under, we're such a niche industry, you know, and she just was not getting it. Um, I had to have a bunch of talks with her about like wording of things on our website and how like she was doing like Google posts and stuff for us. And it was all, she kept saying remodeling and new and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't know I don't know how I can explain further to you what we do. Like you have our old website to go off of. I gave her a bunch of other refinisher websites to go off of. And it was just like, we were getting a lot of inquiries for like remodeling work. Okay. And it just, it wasn't what you needed. We had it. We, we were just, we wanted to have a conversation with her on today. We were supposed to, but she wanted to have a little bit sooner, but it kind of turned into like, she was telling us that we expect too much of her and we don't give her enough time to work. And we probably contacted her once a month in the last six months to like, kind of be like, Hey, can you like tweak this? I feel like we've been very reasonable about it, but like, she kind of went off and was just like, you know, you expect too much of me. I can't do everything you want me to do. I got you. And it just kind of turned into this type of thing where we were like, okay, okay, we can't work with you actually if this is how you're going to respond to simple inquiries. <laughs> so we're, we've, yeah, we're kind of trying to figure out how to handle that moving forward. I mean, um, it, it might be just a case like of what you said. She doesn't really know, and she probably doesn't. Maybe she yeah. she doesn't want to admit that she doesn't fully understand it. And you know, some people are like that, or maybe she just wanted you to drop her so she didn't have to do it. There are people like that. I kind of we felt like that. Like she, she I think she just, uh, and she had just she kept saying how much extra work she had to put into us because we're niche. Mm -hmm. she's like i'm losing money on you because i have to put so much work in to get you noticed and we were like well then charge us more but don't complain like like that's fine if you're we're six months in and you like are realizing this 
specific niche is a little more complicated than like a general remodeler or a painter or something and you need to do more work like we're fine with that just just communicate that to us instead of getting frustrated about it so the Um, the thing with me it just wasn't a fit gotcha gotcha The, the thing with me and that is that i don't i don't I don't buy that as an excuse because in my eyes, if you really think about it, like wouldn't it be harder for you to get noticed in a crowded field? Like there's a thousand painters down right. the fucking road. Like, it, you know, mm-hmm. like it, there's way less refinishers. Uh, yeah, she okay. probably just didn't want to go through the trouble of, lear- you know, learning what the keywords are. Learning. The verb. I think that was a bit. <laughs> Yeah. And like our website, I don't love our website to be quite honest. Like it looks a little bit more professional than our old one, but it kind of looks like she kind of just like had chat GPI or something, um, write all the copy. Like it kind of sounds like very clunky and inhuman. Okay. And I had kind of mentioned to her a few times that like, Hey, can we change like the wording on this, um, to more reflect, I don't know. I just, there was just I feel issues. bad that we invested a lot of time and money into it. And she did too. And she did put it. I mean, we did start ranking higher on Google and stuff. And all of that stuff is good. Mm-hmm. That's like the point of that. But it was just like becoming kind of like a strained relationship for some reason. So I'm on the hunt for someone new. new. Okay. <laughs> um, but we also, I got the truck wrapped, um, which has been awesome. Cool. Um you know, it's funny, I was working in a neighborhood the other day and a couple was walking their dog and I happened to be in the truck. So I was just about to go run and grab some lunch, but they like knocked on the window and they're like, oh my gosh, we used you to refinish our bathtub six years ago. We actually have another one we've been meaning to contact you about. Uh, I was like, oh, awesome. Well, here's, here's a card. Do you have our number in case you lost it? We talked about the project so that was cool that's a cool thing about having like you know a professional looking truck now of course um, it, it's it's like yeah. low-hanging fruit really because it's one of those things oh, yeah. where you know even if it's not a reoccurring person it, you know odds are other people in a 30 40 year old neighborhood are going to need things done you know or even in a new development where tubs are getting messed up if it's happening in one you know, you could assume yeah. that every third or fourth house is going to need it too. So it's exactly. good that they know that you exist, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. And then um, one thing we've been kind of looking into, I know you use Jobber, right? Yeah. Okay, so I might have to talk to you about that a little bit. Sure. Maybe off mic. But um, we were attempting to use a CRM where we started with house call pro um but just they they were also not very niche specific or anything so we kind of stopped doing that and we're still doing like all our invoicing and stuff the old way which we do still need to transition to something a little more all-inclusive and easy to manage but um and then social media has been a big one i've been just the last month killing it i really oh well thank you (laughs) no i just like i had to let go of like i'm so shy and awkward and stuff and i i hate talking to like a camera it just feels so inauthentic of course forced 
to me, but I was just like, okay, look, I've got to kind of let that go, give it a month, see if this actually does anything to help. And I just started, you know, making more videos and trying to put my face out there more. And it really is so surprising how much that kind of thing helps. Like I was really not expecting that. Like we have people who have been following us, like some people who I know have like watched our stories and, you know, like, liked our content for even like a couple years mm -hmm. who just in the last month since I started engaging in social media more have actually reached out for work to get done. So I was just like, oh, it's just like people, people sometimes want to get to know who's going to come into their home or once they feel like they know you, they're more excited to have work done by you or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's one, it's helped the Instagram grow a lot, which is cool. But the, the real like goal of that is to, you know, turn it into real clients. So um, I think it's been effective for that too. But it's definitely something I'm going to keep doing and keep trying different things on. And now, now with Google, if you search a company that has like a business profile, mm -hmm. they'll also pop up social media posts from, they'll pull yeah. them from uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So that's like another yeah. added benefit, you know, like. For Twitter, do you have a Twitter for the business? I, I used to be fairly active on it, but I stopped using it just because the character okay. limited, like limited thing is annoying. Uh, yeah, and, also, and I don't know. It's not really like Twitter is more text based too. So I I don't know yeah. if it's the most effective. I I've found that Instagram and Facebook mm -hmm. have been like the most ones where I I, I see like the value in it. Uh, and also right. the, the Google My Business profile thing that's cool too. If mm -hmm. you put updates on there because it'll show it. You know when someone searches you definitely. Up. Um. Definitely. Do you guys um, have a new website built? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. one. Uh, we started the process. It took it took like six months to build. Um, yeah. They we started it back in like the summer of last year, and they finished it like in November or December. Oh wow! Like that. Um, and yeah, we had a new website built from like the ground up because I've heard uh, experiences of people who like uh, they'll do this there's this new type of website setup where basically you pay like a flat rate and they'll make you a website and they'll also like do like your internet marketing stuff with like Google ads and stuff, but it's like mm. a monthly fee you pay and the website isn't owned by you and the ad like accounts and shit aren't owned by you. And actually a yeah. friend of mine, Jonathan from perfect surface glazing, his first website was a setup like that. And the thing oh, is, really? uh, yeah, and you become kind of beholden to these people. They also own the domain names, which is so oh, bad. Oh, no, yeah. Um, and and uh, like three or four of the website people we called in Orlando, they all like operated like that. So we we ended up contacting one that was willing to do the thing, you know, from the ground up, but it cost us a lot of money. It was, it was like $9,000. It was crazy. Um, yeah. But the cool thing about it is that, all the custom stuff we wanted to add to it, they're more than willing. You know, we asked for like 
the picture sliders. We asked for specific things in the back end to make Google advertising easier for us, uh, like conversion mm-hmm. tracking and stuff like that. And everything we asked for, they did. So, you know, it was worth it, but it was expensive. So do you handle your like website analytics? Can you see all of that? Or do you, they send you like a report at the end of each month? So they will audit the website stuff for free, but I just look at Google analytics because it's very accurate. So I'll, I'll look and see, you know, how many sessions we had or whatever, because it's tied. There's like a piece of code they put in the site and then, Google Analytics mm-hmm. will be able to see all the, the data of who has been on the website, how long, what pages they're on the longest, which forms they're filling out. And then from there, I also added like a, there's a piece of code you could add to like a submit form. And then you can track that mm-hmm. as a conversion in ads. So it'll tell you how many people are actually fully converting into a lead from who's coming onto yeah. the website. Which is good to know. I mean, it's all about optimization and stuff like that, but it is a tedious thing, you know. That's one For thing sure. of the lady that you were mentioning. I'm sure it was a tedious-ass task because from everybody that I know who does that kind of a thing, it is like you got to babysit it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and, and Google Ads is that way too because it's always changing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... It's it's interesting. We've kind of done like two steps forward, one step back type of thing for the last few months. But honestly, it's it's all been positive. Like even the negative stuff is kind of a learning, obviously a learning experience. So the I'm not mad thing, about it. But the important thing is to start. I mean, not everything goes smoothly. Look, I'm gonna tell you because <laughs> I haven't talked about it because I haven't really done one. I I got this thing with my tooth. I had to get it pulled out. I couldn't do the solo podcast I wanted to do, but. Man, we've been going uh, through some crazy shit here because we, yeah. we hired like two different sets of people and I've had to fire every okay. single one of them. It's crazy. I mean, oh, really? Yeah. So we hired like a set of guys for a project last year and none of them it lasted. This last group, we hired about nine people at one point. And oh, wow. Um, you know. I, I I kept them around longer than I needed to. I just I, look, sometimes <laughs> I feel like I need to prove to myself that I'm not crazy. So I'm just like, oh, maybe they're not good. <laughs> maybe they need more time or something. And like I look up and it's like we're six months deep into a project and these people still don't know how to do basic things. Like they still don't I, know how to prep yeah. properly. They still don't know how to how to spray. Like and we've been giving them training opportunities and the time and supervision and it's just, it's crazy. Hiring people is hard as hell, man, because. Oof, that's not something. Yeah. That's something I'm just like, I haven't had to deal with yet. And I, I that's one thing I really wanted to talk to you about. Cause I thought you were hiring a lot of people. So yeah. interesting. And, well, recently I got lucky. Uh, so I found that on indeed you can search up, uh, there's a different, so there's two different ways you can put out a job ad and then people will respond to it. Or you can okay. search up people's resume like for keywords. And then you could reach out mm. to them. And I found two technicians. One of them has 11 years experience. It's actually a female. Her name is Brooke. Um, and oh, cool. Yeah. And she she has, uh, I guess, significant other or something. I think they're going out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he, he has like six years experience and worked with him, um, with him at a different company. And she was telling me that, like, you know, 
I reached out to her and I was like asking her, you know, if she was interested in an opportunity here. And she was telling me how she's been working there for 11 years and like the work is inconsistent. And she was literally updating her resume that week because she was thinking about leaving and she came along with us and it's been pretty good so far. I mean, obviously there's those transitional hiccups, like from a place that did everything a certain way to like how we do things and stuff like that. But I tell you what, it beats the hell out of hiring new people who have no fucking idea what they're doing, man. Oh, interesting. Even paying them more. Paying them more is worth it. Trust me. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. So do you keep a, like, that's kind of one reason I haven't wanted to, or I've been hesitant, I guess, to like get into commercial work, Uh like really high volume work is because like, at what point in that process do you go ahead and hire somebody? Oh, like, do you? <laughs> it's hard like, to say, man. It, yeah. It, it's one of those things where, like, sometimes you kind of just got to do it out of the need. And then sometimes, mm-hmm. like, so our goal with the last set of hires was we basically sacrificed a project with the idea and the intention that by the end of it, we'll have some capable people so that we don't have to scramble to look for people. And it didn't okay. work. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't, didn't work. <laughs> no, no, the, uh, uh, the project had a dollar figure of about $136,000. Of that, mm-hmm. we will profit approximately like $9,000. It hurts. Oh. It's not Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, you ha- kind of have to do those that type of thing to like, yeah, like build a strong team, hopefully, as an outcome. Yeah, I mean, that that was the goal behind it, but it didn't work out. I mean, so we had nine people doing 12 tubs for no reason. Like, it was the only reason I even tolerated it was because they're learning. So, okay. um, you know, but shit wasn't getting done. It's, you know, everybody everybody was trying to game the system. Oh, uh, I, you know, oh, uh, hourly. Like, if I put them hourly, they try to melt the clock. If I tried to pay them a flat rate, the moment it would hit, like, the four or five-hour mark, some people would leave and some people would stay. And those other people like weren't reporting that people were leaving. And then I would hear about it later after I paid them. And I'm just like, I paid this idiot a flat rate and he wasn't even there for half the thing. Um, so the way that we're implementing it going forward is just quota based. I mean, you need to do these rooms. They need to be checked off by a supervisor. And if they're not, you're not going to get paid at all. And yeah, you know, because other people ruin the system for everybody. Uh, you know, yeah it's it's tricky it's it's a balance yeah so i that's like a big debate i've seen among like uh, on the refinished or like facebook group i'm in um how how to pay people like hourly or per job or per day or what um, which group are you in so it's um i think it's just called is it the refinishing contractors one yeah, I think I'm in that. And then I'm in one that's specifically hold on. I got I got Three blocked minutes. by I got blocked by one of them for no reason. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, the one that's Oh, ref- that's so funny. Refinishing contractors or something like that. I asked a question. Yeah, it's just refinishing was, contractors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was blocked by for, from that group. I asked a question about uh if people prefer like I think I think if it was like top coat versus midwest or something. And Oh. And then I just I just got blocked. I don't know if that's what did it. I don't know if somebody hates me. <laughs> it probably is because it used to be 
I think the owner of that page took a step back actually and let someone else run it because it used to be owned by the owner of Top Coat. Okay. And he would not tolerate any talk of any other product. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that makes sense. But and then I am I am in one also that's specifically for people who use products from EAH in San Antonio, uh, which are the products that I use. So um, that's a that's a good one, like specific to that. But um, the recent yeah that refinisher contract through one can be like chaos sometimes. I I had to go off on a guy for. Like, well, I didn't go off on him. I just asked him a question, uh-huh. but I I was tired of how he was talking about his like active employees. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand like you you had you had to fire these people, but like this guy would just talk about how stupid and incompetent his employees are, and I was just like, why are they your employees then? That's a reflection of yourself at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you know, it, it, <laughs> it's it's something that I even had to accept. Part of it's my fault, and I know it. And so, but, you know, yeah. the thing is, I don't have time to be there myself all the time to micromanage it and make sure that mm-hmm. like, everything is, I mean, some people are just dumb. Let's, let's, <laughs> but there are also, yeah. there, there also is probably a bigger chunk of people who are just a little bit slower at learning. And this is something that's a skill and yeah. not everybody picks it up after a week or two. So, um, mm-hmm. In my like my personal situation, I found that it was just easier for me to just hire people with experience and pay them a little bit more. Um, that's kind of the the way we're trying to do it now. But still, I mean, sometimes even people with experience need to be supervised. I don't I, I don't like the for back sure. the, you know talking bad about employees and stuff, like, especially if you're keeping them around. Like you said, why the hell keep them around if they <laughs> suck so bad? And it's just like all he would talk about is like my dumb employee did this today. Oh, here's this dumb employee doing this. I'm like, and that, but I like at the same time, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Cause he would also like talk about how rich he is. And I'm like, these are the people who are making you rich, bud. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, he rubbed me the wrong way. I think he blocked me, but I'm still in my group. It's, it's very valuable at times, but it also can be like a wild ride. He, he's, he's compensating <laughs> for something. It sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, that, that's where I learned about uh, the crosslink stuff, which we've been using, and that stuff is yeah. really, really cool. that shit is awesome, man. Like, yeah, it, it's been surprising how well that it works, and we haven't had issues with fish eyes. I've heard some people say that, but I haven't had any issues. Our techs have had, I think, ditch primer. People who have issues with fish eye with that are like because you're not supposed to use epoxy primer with it. You mm-hmm. can actually like lose adhesion if you're using a primer on top of it. But I think that's it. when you put an epoxy primer on top of it, you can get a fish eye issue. Okay. Um, so if you guys are not doing that, then it should be fine. Yeah, we're still etching, even though it doesn't need it. But what we're doing oh, yeah. is, you know. Technically, it's a no edge product. I just feel better about the clean. It needs to be clean anyway. Like it says, the chunk yeah. needs to be thoroughly cleaned. I feel like the edge just is the best cleaner anyway. So might as well just mm-hmm. clean it with the edge, wipe it down with alcohol, and then go ahead and put the crosslink on it. But it's also sped up the rate we can do jobs, and it's it's a noticeable yeah. difference. Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't just come off. Even if material is light on it, it won't just flake mm-hmm. off. It's Really, oh, no. really remarkable. Like it's good stuff. 
Are you having your tech spray it or wipe it? We're wiping it on. The, the, the spraying, okay, yeah. uh, from what I've read, is better. Like, if you're doing, like, tile, they say that it's mm. better. To, you get it more thorough on there. But what we've been doing is just I have them apply it once, wait, like, three or five minutes, and then apply it again. That way it's on there thoroughly. But yeah. uh, the thing I like about it, too, is that when you apply it, it makes the surface really shiny. So you can see that it's mm -hmm. on there. And then it's, like, really tacky, like, like a super glue. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Stuff works well. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you guys implemented that because when we, I mean, that's not the, we don't use that exact product. We use like BAH's version of that, the Power Bond, but they're both styline bonding agents, from my understanding. Um, but yeah, that, that like totally, totally helps. Like, yes, it speeds the process along, but um, I feel like we haven't, we haven't had any failures since we started using that. And, you know, sometimes with primers, um, like if we we're just using a primer and especially if it was like an old, older cup, like we would sometimes need to return to touch some stuff up, but yeah, I haven't had any issues. It's awesome. Yeah. That stuff is awesome. It's remarkable stuff. It's, and I did some tests in the shop too, and I would try to uh, run like a blade on it. And mm -hmm. the blade would just crack. Like, it, it, the stuff would just stay there. It was really cool. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing that we implemented. Is, and, yeah, so, I mean, we've been doing stuff as well. It, it's just good to be, you know, just keep on moving forward. You know, instead of just staying stagnant, I, I, I always like to try new things, whether it be on social media, whether it be, you know, with the actual stuff itself, uh, the material we use and stuff. Um a question yeah. that I, that I had. Um, so, out of everything that you've implemented, what do you think has helped the most? I do think social media has helped the most. Okay. Um, I mean, and I also feel like it's helped me be more confident just in general, okay. because I know that people have like like most people. Um, like I, when I contact them before the job, um, I always say like, Hey, we're on Instagram and Facebook too. If you want to just like check out our work before I arrive and kind of get a feel for me and stuff. So I feel like that's helped even like my relationships with customers when I arrive at their homes, like we kind of already have a rapport and there's not that like awkward period where they're just like. I'm meeting you for the first time. Yeah. Um, and, and also it just, I feel like it gives more awareness to like local contractors and stuff who haven't heard of this type of thing before, who don't know it's an option or haven't met anyone who does it like quality. I've, I've just been able to network a lot with new people like, I, I mean, I've had the Instagram and the Facebook page for a long time, but I've been really passive about it until recently. And just even, even the last month. And then two, I kind of, I created that close friends uh, list for mm -hmm. stories so that I could kind of, I, I kind of hate like 
the gatekeepy nature of this industry sometimes. I think that's one of the things about it being such a niche thing is like everyone wants to hoard their secrets. And I really used to have that mentality. Like, I'm not going to tell you what products I use because I don't want you to like use them too or whatever. But like, I just really feel like now kind of trying to have like a um, engagement with other refinishers and bounce ideas off of other people. And um, I, I just really feel like that's helped me a lot too and kind of seeing what other people are doing and how I can implement different ideas and, um, you know, get feedback is always helpful. Um, yeah, it, I really it, like that. It's, it's also what it does to believe it or not, even if you put a regular story, even if it's not the close friends one or a post mm -hmm. directed at other refinishers, you know, if you're giving tips, advice, or, or even receiving tips or advice, it lets the consumer know that you're always looking to better that if you don't have the answers, you're going to look True. for them. And also if you're the one giving the tips, well then you look like the expert. You know what I mean? The, like, Oh, look, all these other people are agreeing with her. She must really know her stuff. Like um, you'd be surprised with the effectiveness of that. I, I've had people call me just because I post like the podcast clips and they're like, it's really cool that you do something like that. I didn't even know this thing existed and you have like a whole show about it. I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> But yeah, that's good points. Yeah. And, and uh, like what you said of, of uh, you know, it, the gatekeeping stuff, I've talked about that before. It's it is the reason that this is such a, a niche kind of industry. Um, people don't understand that if you, you know, if you just keep secrets, they die with you. It's stupid. Plus, mm -hmm. anybody who really wants to know that bad, all they got to do is just Google long enough, like or call manufacturers right. and be on the phone long enough. It's, it's dumb. And nobody has a super secret way of doing every, anything really. Everything, everything could be, you know, found out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I would just get, I used to get annoyed. Like if someone would ask me, Oh, that looks awesome. What product is that? I'd be like, I'd be like, I did. I tested out different products. I, I did the testing. I figured out what I like best. You do it yourself. But now I'm just like, you know, I love this product here. Here's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely, I mean, I could sympathize with it. It's, it's, it, I, I was kind of the same way too in the beginning, but then I, you know what I noticed is that all the gatekeepers had one thing in common. They were almost all yeah. one man shows. <laughs> True. <laughs> very true <laughs> and the more like i've learned that nobody's gonna care as much as you and that means the technicians too as gifted as the tech like in the future when you do hire people you're gonna learn very early on this person is capable they do a good job most of the time but they're not gonna care as much mm -hmm. as you so you're oh, gonna yeah. have to babysit to a certain extent so and and, and you know those kinds of people that gatekeep and stuff like that they also tend to be the ones who are like really tight-fisted they also like want to be on everyone's ass they they, they can't accept oh, yeah, even like, the smallest imperfection it's like well perfection doesn't exist man yeah yeah, yeah. that's something i've really had to learn during this is especially a product that like there's there's never going to be perfection in this and you know i I just always, one thing I find so funny is like, so 
because this is like some information about me, but I actually have OCD. Okay. <laughs> like actually a doctor told me that. Um, but when people are like, oh, this, this little piece of fuzz is like triggering my OCD. I'm like, first of all, same <laughs> can can confirm that's true second of all sometimes this type of thing happens and it's gonna be okay but if i try to fix it it might actually make it worse so just leave it alone if it doesn't come if this little piece of dust doesn't come out after you know you're using it for a while i'll come back and polish it out but like i used to get like the fear in my heart of people being like oh, there's little imperfections in this. Like I've had to just let that go and be like, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> and, not going to be perfect. And guess what? That <laughs> imperfection is why you don't have to spend five grand to redo your bathroom. You're welcome. <laughs> like like it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like how people, they don't see like that regardless of like a little piece of lint. Number two, like number one, it can get fixed. Number two, you're saving all this money, my man. Like I could come back and fix yeah. that in a, in a second. It's okay. You know, we used to get this thing where people would flip the fuck out. <laughs> like um, people would flip the fuck out if uh, like they went into the bathroom and saw like the primer that's a different color than the oh, top. Oh yeah. Like you got the wrong color. It's like <laughs> chill out, dude. You don't even know what you're talking about. Like I'm not. I'm not glazing your bathtub green. It's a self etching primer. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, like they'll they'll flip out, man. I I've had that before. Um, people don't really know. That's part of it too, and that's part of the gatekeeping thing that we talked about. It's uh, people don't know yeah. what to expect because people hide behind closed doors and don't share anything, and uh, people don't know about the industry. There's people who have used us a bunch of times and still don't fully understand like how this thing even works. They just know that it's a thing. Like, so now it does. <laughs> yeah. It, it's having the information out there, you know, that's important. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, to, to kind of further answer your question to, um, another thing that I've want been implementing that has been really effective, um, is making, um, connections with um, bath and kitchen showroom owners. Okay. Um, we get so much recurring work from several different renovation companies. And it's just because I, I kind of make it a point to, if I'm in the area and I uh, have a, enough time, uh, drop in with a business card and say, hey, I don't know. I don't know if you have someone who does this or if you have any use for it, but here's my info. Here's what we do. And like almost immediately they're like, Oh yeah, I have work for you. Like right now. Um, it's a, it's, that's another thing that like I had to talk myself into doing for like months before I did it for the first time. I was like, you are so weird. Just walking in here and trying to talk to somebody. They don't want your business. They're remodelers. They don't need this. But it's, it's, they do. Yeah. It's been great. There's people on a budget and a lot of remodelers don't do refinishing. And some, mm -hmm. some of them don't even know it's a thing. So if they can offer a low cost version, add a hundred bucks on top of it for the client and you get paid your price, it doesn't really matter. Like it's still getting done. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And you know, um, like a lot of the times it'll be, you know, they'll, 
replace the surround and all, you know, do the tubs. It's a nice cast iron tub or they'll, they'll be installing the flooring, but the customer doesn't have a budget for flooring and tub and tile. So we'll do the tub and tile. I mean, it's, it's great. Um, that's something that I would really encourage other refinishers to do. Just go introduce yourself at bath and kitchen showrooms. It's, I do need to do it more because I still, even though I know it works and I know, like I still have to talk myself into going every time. <laughs> but um, I mean, I've done, there's, there's one guy um, who I've done like three jobs for him just, you know, in the last two weeks, That's different awesome. clients. It's, it's good. So social media and just literally just making human connections with other people. Yep. Uh, and everything is built off connections, but you know, a lot of yeah. people think that you need to get in front of the billionaire that owns the corporation. No, you just need to put yourself out there. And sometimes even a sales rep knows the guy to put you in contact with and you make those connections and like mm -hmm. you said, it, it pays off. And that's kind of the same way we get hotels is similar. We, we just go to a bunch of them and introduce ourselves. We go to events where they're at, like, and, try to make the connections and then you eventually build the trust with them and they'll be like, okay, well we'll have you do this project and, or, you know, you're doing a whole bunch of them. Question for you about hotels. So what do you look for in a hotel that you're, I, I guess the Orlando is so different than us because that you're like filled with hotels and resorts. Uh -huh. So probably there's no issue there, but like, are you, do you like do research about how old the hotels are and like do you like look at pictures online like how do you kind of figure out who you want to target for that okay um i so here, here, here's <laughs> if you're comfortable here's here's what i'll do i'm gonna make let let me cut the, the podcast here i'll start another one oh, okay. because i can go into okay. depth about this okay um okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and end it here for now and then i'll pick it up for you, it's not going to be anything. For people listening or watching it, you know, they're going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll talk about that on the next one. I'm going to go ahead and put the logo screen up, and then we'll start the other one, okay? Awesome. You've been listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.